From Relay FM, this is The Pen Addict, episode 532. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace and Trade Coffee. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Pretty good. I'm excited about today's episode. There's some... I would say pretty classic. We've got a pretty classic <laughs> episode coming up today. We're talking about some new sailor pens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about some paper being discontinued. <laughs> and we're talking about planners. I mean, this is just like... Yeah. This is it's what the you're good stuff. For, you it's know? the good stuff. Because, like we always say, I don't really talk to Mike between the shows. So, I'm always interested to get your opinions on the things I put in the notes. Uh, none more so than this week with some mm-hmm. of our, our classic topics that we're going to tackle. But before we do, uh, this is the last time that we are going to be telling you and mentioning the uh, our St. Jude campaign for this year. So go to stjude.org slash relay and you can donate uh, to support the life-saving mission of St. Jude. We are fundraising for just a couple more days. Our fundraising ends on September the 30th. Uh, on, on Friday, September 30th at uh, 12 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time, you can join me and Stephen on stream on my stream at mike.live. We're going to be doing the kind of closing celebration of the campaign. Uh, we're going to be closing down our campaign and kind of a net and talking about how much money we've raised. Uh, I will just note this in case you're wondering that the, the campaigns that people have also been running, so you can join up to Forage yourself, they're not going to end for a couple more days afterwards. We're choosing to kind of end the Relay FM campaign at that point. Uh, we wanted to do that. We've not done that before. We never really get to kind of celebrate the final totals that we've raised. So we're going to be doing some of that on Friday. Uh, we're going to be playing some games. We're going to also be showing off the uh, screensaver, which is available, the macOS screensaver, <laughs> which is available if you donate $60 or more at stjude.org/relay. You get a wallpaper and screensaver pack. Of $100 or more, you get that, plus a pack of stickers, which includes versions of the stickers that me and Stephen have been affixing to our various uh, desks and or cabinets in our offices. If you follow us on Twitter, you may have seen that. Uh, but as it stands right now, as a community, we have raised over $535,000 this wow. year, which is truly unbelievable. We are so grateful. Um, you know, obviously is a trickier time for many people around the world right now, like economically. And to bring in that amount of money is incredible. And obviously what it has done is made us hit our big goal for the year, which was we have now passed in the last four years, $2 million raised for the kids of St. Jude. And we do this because childhood cancer is a terrible thing. We don't want childhood cancer to exist in the world. So we support an institution that you know, helps to cure children actively, but also develops uh, cures and does a ton of research, which is shared around the world, so it, this stuff can be more preventable and also more curable. And that's over the last 60 years of St. Jude being around, they're celebrating the 60th year this year, they have seen just absolutely huge changes. So they have increased the overhead overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to 80% in those 60 years. So imagine where we can go in the next 60 years. So please go to stjude.org slash relay and let's cure childhood cancer together. Well, congratulations to you and Stephen and the entire Relay team. I know we're not done yet. We are not done yet. I'm going to talk about the St. Jude Mm -hmm. uh, point in a minute. but And and it's hard to sit back and reflect while everything is just so so busy right now, Uh, you know, working, um, you know, for uh, raising funds this month and hopefully you y'all will get to take a minute to to sit back and go wow we've raised two million dollars like mm-hmm. a, as a company we've raised two million dollars um 
uh, for uh, a really amazing cause. And uh, you should be, you know, have a second to sit back and reflect and uh, just be be uh, super proud of what y'all have done. So good job. Good I job. need to, I still need a few more days, I think, on that. Yes. Yep. I need a few more do days. A distance on it. Yep. But um, one part, one piece of the puzzle that has wrapped is the uh, raffle I help uh, facilitate through the Pennatic blog where we get uh, a large amount of vendors and friends, friends of the show to uh, donate goods to help us raise money for St. Jude's through the Pennatic directly this year. Through that raffle, I've received $33,660 worth of donations uh, for the raffle, which is just so mind-boggling um, number to me, uh, having to, to put to see everyone come out, uh, not just you know the vendors who supply the products, but for all the readers and listeners who support uh, St. Jude's through by donating to this raffle. The one thing I have not done yet, I just tallied it. It ended Monday night, so I tallied everything yesterday to get the total and get everyone's uh, raffle tickets ready to roll. So between like today and Friday, I will start um, pulling out winners and contacting winners for their any respective prizes um, that you did come away with. But just thank everyone so much for all their donations. It was just it's it's a really good feeling to go into that inbox and see everyone just oh, yeah. being so pumped about uh you know being able to participate in this and just thank you everyone you know for donating for just sharing the campaign for really any any bit of or for donating goods for all the participation in this it was really amazing so um the one thing I will do once I've completed contacting everybody who did win something, I'll put a post on the Pentatic blog just saying, "Hey, I'm done." Like we don't list names of winners um, out yeah. for each thing, but I just contact them directly. But I will say, "Hey, I'm done." Um, you know, with the with the tallies and contacting everyone, just so you know that it actually is so final. No and, uh, to be everything's out furiously there. refreshing your inbox, hoping exactly. For the w. Exactly. So look for that probably this weekend, maybe Monday at the latest, but uh, we'll start contacting people here uh, pretty soon and picking the winners. So thank you all for yep. the participation. Um, thank you, Mike, for allowing me to do this as a as a little fun little bit. And uh, thank you to just everyone who participated. It's it's amazing to see. Yeah, I want to just echo that because it's the last time we'll talk about it. Um, yep. Thank you again for hearing these campaigns, you know, that we do each year. Thank you for your donations. Um uh, you know, I'm sure that many of you donated uh, more than you would have, or multiple times, and like so they could be entered into one of these raffles. Um, All of the above, according yep, to my inbox, yeah, definitely. And I, that makes my heart warm. And thank you again to all of the vendors and producers uh, who gave away their very valuable products um, and their own income to help yep. support this as well. All right, should we take a first break and get to some sailor pens? I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited to talk about this, actually. All right, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the only one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything your products, services, even the content that you create. Squarespace have got you covered. And it really is an all in one platform. It's what I love 
about Squarespace. Once I have an idea, I can just go to squarespace.com slash penaddict, of course, to sign up for a free trial for no credit card required. And I can set up a website on my own. I can build it really easily and then just get it out in the world. I, you know, They have these beautiful templates. They're so easy to get started with. You can customize it to fit your needs, but they have so many options. You just choose the type of website or business that you're making a website for from these categories that they have to give you a perfect starting place but you can choose any of them because they are incredibly customizable with just a few clicks that's all you need to know you don't need to know any code it's super easy then you can push it further let's say you want to put a store onto your site whether you sell physical or digital products squarespace has all of the tools that you need to start selling online they have a bunch of services that they provide they integrate with the things that you need them to integrate with it really is fantastic and then once you've done all this you've got your site out to the world you set up your store you know you're ready to go you're off to the race you can use insights to grow your business. Squarespace has a whole platform inside of their system to allow you to go in and see where your site visitors are coming from, where your sales are being generated from, which channels are most effective for you. All of this can be seen in Squarespace by you. And then when you have that data, you can make changes to your website and your product offerings. You can build a marketing strategy. You can really grow what you're doing. Squarespace is not just like, hey, here's the website. There's also a bunch of tools behind the scenes that can help you uh, build what you're trying to make. It's really fantastic. So go to squarespace.com slash penaddict and you can sign up for a free trial with no credit card required. Then use the offer code penaddict when you're ready to launch and you will save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash penaddict. Then when you sign up, use the offer code penaddict to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for the show. Our thanks to Squarespace for the support of this show and all of Relay FM. Sailors on a heater again, Mike. Yeah, boy. Uh, it tends to happen multiple times a year, which mm-hmm. uh, is, is one of the reasons, like, honestly, you know, I've been burnt out <laughs> from Sailor because it's a lot. It's a lot to keep up with. Um, it's it's a lot of money, you know, the pri- between price increases and just like continued volume uh, of Sailor products is like, wow, can we, can we take a breath for a second? Mm. But then all of a sudden they drop some new stuff. And I don't just mean new colors of traditional products, which we're going to get where there they did that as well. But we're going to talk about a new, a really kind of a completely new setup or idea by Sailor, even though in the end result kind of looks the same. But what they did, and they're calling it the Valio fountain pen, okay. um, because of the the swirls going through the the material, looking like you know a veil. You would. Um, Okay, so what? Yeah, that's a that's a thing. So basically, it's an acrylic swirl, but they have taken rods of material, acrylic rods, like we're used to out of our custom maker, say our good friend Jonathan Brooks Mm -hmm. at Carolina Pinco, and manufactured some of their pens from acrylic rods. Now, traditionally, sailor barrels, I believe, are just almost like a machined extrusion type of of construction i believe i i I would have to look at it you know they're not the barrels aren't drilled out right like um just our custom barrels if we could take a slight aside i don't know if you Mm -hmm. know this i would be interested if someone who does this could tell us the answer is there a lot of waste like what happens to the inside Mm -hmm. once Mm -hmm. you've like bore it out yeah yeah is it just waste it's just waste yeah okay so you will see that in a lot of uh, machine pen manufacturers. You will see just the what do they call that? There, there's a name for it, like the like the all the little shavings that come yeah. off of there. There's a name for it. I can't think of it. Um, but yeah, this they have Sailor has pictures of these rods that they had made 
um, a white, a clear with a white swirl, mm-hmm. and then like a, a deep blue green with a lighter blue green swirl. Still clear though. The the blue generally green. translucent yeah. overall. Yeah. And then the swirls are in one case white, so they're two different pens: pearl white, and then the other one is called blue green. What do you think about these pens just from an aesthetic? Your boy's um, in love. It's legitimately good. Are you it's legitimately me? good. Yeah. Oh. I have not felt like you know, I don't know if I haven't really spoken about this. I just haven't really bought pens in a long time. Mm-hmm. I just haven't really bought anything in a long time. And I think one of the big things for me is not going to pen shows. Right. You know, like that as you know, I, I was doing most of my buying at pen shows now. Um, it had sorry, it had been like prior to the pandemic, and I haven't really bought many pens during the pandemic at all. Um, because you know, like a lot of this stuff now, I'm in a, I'm in a point where I know what I like, so mm-hmm. to, to bring something new in, I kind of want to be able to see it and and hold it and feel it. Right. Uh, I have not been so eager to own a pen. In a long time as I am with mm-hmm. these. They're unbelievable. They're unbelievable. It's um it took me by surprise especially once I started reading more about it. I was like, oh look at these sailors. They're fantastic looking. Like I really like how mm-hmm. they executed the two different colors while they're the similar idea. They're two vastly different pens in in design. Then I was taken aback by how they were manufactured and how that's such a different thing for sailor. So then my next question was, wow, what is the price of these? Certainly <laughs> certainly it's these are at like an ultra premium. They're not. So these are the Pro Gear standard size. So the Pro Gears with the 21 karat gold nibs in them, okay. right? So the bigger of the two Pro Gears, and they're about $400, which is okay. the going going rate for yeah. all the limited edition Pro Gear standards, right? That's in line. And I'm a little I'm shocked, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's uh they did a really good job with these, and I appreciate the fact that they're doing something a little bit different. Even yeah. though, you know, maybe a, a lot of us have had, um, you know, more machined, you know, barrel pens before, and I don't recall Sailor having done this before. They might I'm have done it before. Super intrigued to see how it feels mm-hmm. to have a pen made in this way by a company like Sailor, mm-hmm. right? Like with whatever is they have at hand for how these things are produced, whether right. they're done on machines or handmade, I don't know. But mm-hmm. I'm just really, I'm really intrigued. Uh, I love that they give you color-matched converters. That's a nice yeah. touch. That is a nice touch. So which is your favorite out of the two? If you could only pick one, which would you pick? Oh, I don't know. That's how good they are, yeah. honestly. I kind of like even them. Like you, everyone's thinking that Brad would prefer the blue green and you're not wrong but the white white. one Mm. the way it's executed um tells the story of this pen like kind of perfectly right i think that's the idea of the pen for me i don't own i own more pens that look like the blue green exactly than i do the pearl white and i love the gold now what do you think about that because you don't like gold no, I like gold. I just don't like gold and black, right? I uh, have plenty yes, of gold yes, trim. Yes, 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 I have plenty of gold trim pens. Like, I just bought a gold and pink pen, right? Like, hmm. it's fantastic. No, I so think the Brad, gold on this me, is perfect. How do I get one? <laughs> am I, am yeah, I, are I they limited? No What's the deal? 
they're limited ish, but I think it's like uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get in trouble for this because I I really don't know. I thought when I originally originally read it, it was a worldwide release, like a l- very limited, but you know, somewhat accessible to retail release. But now I'm not finding that information. It just the says, press release says it just says nationwide, which means Japan. So yeah. it might be Japan only. And these orders started a week ago, September twenty second. Yeah. So it looks like it is probably Japan only. Come on. Come so. on. Yep. Yep. So if they say nationwide with limited order production, like, I mean, this has got, this has, to, I would be shocked if it was worldwide given the material restrictions, um, you know, as far as like how Sailor typically manufactures pens, this is a different thing. I can't imagine it's the volume that they do mm. a lot of the other stuff. So, well, I hope um, that they can, that it's a success and they're able to make more of them. Yeah. Yeah, like continue down this path. I'm mostly surprised at the price. Like if this is really yeah. what I think it is and it it seems to be like that just it just has to cost more because yeah. it's a different machining setup, right? It's not necessarily handmade. Machines can still make them, but it's a different machining setup than their mm-hmm. traditional barrels. So it has to have an added cost and they're really not passing that on to the consumer, which I'm very happy for. So, yeah, there you go. Looks great, looks fantastic. So, yeah. that's that's the more interesting of the two releases, well, mm-hmm. technically three releases we got. Uh, the next one, Mike, is a more traditional, what we would expect from Sailor release, but it caught me completely off guard. This is the Sailor Tea Time Christmas Tea series. So we had the the coffee series um, earlier in 2022. I think back at the beginning of the year, they did a series on like uh, drinks of the world, like coffee and tea. So they they had an edition in the beginning of the year, and now this one's coming out in time for the holiday season. There's two series in this, so they're taking the Christmas spice tea drink. Um, is that a thing in England? Is yeah, I'm gonna I might have to lean on you on this. This seems to be a very British setup here: Christmas mm. spice and Christmas pudding. Pudding? Yes or no? Not no. No, not a thing. No. Okay. I, I have no curious. doubt there are people that drink these kinds of teas, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Herbal teas, fruit teas, uh, interesting, you know, like mint tea, oh. whatever, right? Here, but, let me let me answer my own question okay. here and cut you off. Tea enjoyed during Christmas in England and other European countries. So that's in the press mm, I release. Don't know. I don't know, Sailor. <laughs> As winter approaches, blended tea is released from each tea maker, and many of them are mixed with spices such as cinnamon cloves and nutmeg. Um. Look, this is one of those things, right? Do people mm-hmm. do this? I have no doubt, right? I have no doubt mm-hmm. people are doing this. Have I experienced in my life the a Christmas tea? No, I have never experienced <laughs> Interesting. Christmas okay. tea in my life. Like if they would have caught it like like kind of mulled wine or something, mm-hmm. that you know that that would be like, oh yeah, people do that. I've never come across Christmas tea. All right, well, let's stick with the Christmas tea and let everyone know it is awesomely orange. (laughs) I did not expect this. I didn't know what to expect because I wasn't actually looking for this to exist. Mm -hmm. But Christmas Spice is a translucent orange barrel pen. Um, It does have an alternate color finial, like a a deeper orangish brown. A quick Google, by Uh, the way, does tell mm -hmm. me that Christmas teas exist. Like and okay. I, I have no doubt about that, right? Mm-hmm. That like tea makers make Christmas teas, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's like how this is actually kind of a good 
analogous for me of like mm-hmm. sailor make a Christmas tea pen, right? Right. Is the same as tea makers making a Christmas tea of like, well, we need something to do. <laughs> right? we, can't, we can't just release our one black tea or black pen forever. So right. here's a Christmas tea. You know what I mean? And like, they yeah. kind of like, this is the same to me of like, well, gotcha. hey, we've got to have a new pen. What do you want to do? Um, Christmas tea? All right, we'll do Christmas tea. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not as ubiquitous as something like the pump- pumpkin spice season that we're currently No, uh, uh, no currently exactly. Like if this was called pumpkin spice, I'd be like, all right, I get it. Right, but right, It's also right. like, what? one of them is Christmas pudding tea? That doesn't make any sense. Why not just make it Christmas pudding? <laughs> I think it is Christmas pudding. Okay. That could be... Because that's that could, a thing, right? So it, That's a thing, for sure. This is, this is Sailor's problem with this naming convention. The series is the tea series, okay? The overarching theme of this set is Christmas tea. And then the pudding also falls, and the right. p- the Christmas spice also yeah. falls under the... They, See, they've again, dug themselves a hole they here. They've dug as themselves far as a the big naming. hole. Because <laughs> by calling it tea would seem to suggest that, like, Christmas pudding is a tea-based cake, you know, like a cake that you have right. with tea, which it, it mm-hmm. is not, like... It is not that. Like, you mm-hmm. have it at the end of a Christmas dinner. You know, like, yeah. it's not like uh, how we have afternoon tea or whatever, right? Right. You don't have right. Christmas pudding as part <laughs> of an afternoon tea. Because I'll tell you, so Christmas pudding sucks. Everyone that tells it- you they like it, they're lying. <laughs> they're lying to themselves. It's horrible. Yeah, it looks uh, like the fruitcake version of uh, yes. of the Christmas dessert mm-hmm. here in the in the U.S. and other parts of the world where, where the, the firmer... Uh, fruit cake is 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 made into a mushier pudding style. <laughs> it's like that's and a full I pass. Every full pass single person me. that tells me they like Christmas pudding, mm-hmm. they do one of two things to it: they cover it in icing or they cover it in brandy. And yeah. I will tell you now, what you are enjoying is either the icing or the brandy. It's not the Christmas pudding. <laughs> you have to get drunk before you participate. Oh, in definitely. The, in the, I mean, that's why it's at the end of Christmas thing. dinner. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's, they've had to fill at that point. <laughs> so they, they did the naming convention thing in the first go round because yeah. I ended up liking the brown ink very much, but it was called uh, Sailor Tea Time Fika Coffee. Which is and also I was like, hilarious. why is it coffee in the yes. tea time? It's like, a, they're like, well, you have coffee at tea time. I'm like, you are really not helping your cause why here would you, Why would you start your, your tea series with coffee? Why would you do that? Like, like, look, I'm from England. Tea, right? It means like, yes. like tea is like lunch, right? Right. So you have like breakfast, lunch, supper, dinner, tea. Like these are just... It's just a reference for a time. Fine. I get that. <laughs> I still wouldn't start with coffee. You know? But hey, how are you going to do? All right. Sometimes you get All yourself the, into these things. These pens are interesting. Uh, I guess some interesting choices in size and style of pen. So the Christmas Spice, the orange translucent one, comes in king of pen, mm-hmm. like the big, the big old pen. Um, it comes in the Pro Gear standard, which is the same as what we just spoke about about the Valio, the twenty one karat Pro Gear, and then Ballpoint. Right, those are your three choices for. I feel uh, like Christmas I didn't even spice. know that Salem made ballpoint pens. I've known, and they've done Pro Gear ballpoints for a long time. I'm kind of fascinated by this ballpoint. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Mike. It? Who buys this? I don't know. 
I'm going to buy it if it's like not stupidly priced. How does the cap go on the pen? It does, no I think threading. it's a push. I think it's a. I think it's like a push cap. And what I'll say, like if you've never seen one of these or if you can't see the images, you should go look at the mm-hmm. images there in the show notes. But if you've seen a Pro Gear before, imagine mm-hmm. they've changed nothing about the design, but yep. instead of a nib, there's a ballpoint uh, at yep. the end. <laughs> like a hundred percent agree. Strange. But I'm assuming that it's just like a push click, right? Or it could be a twist, but it might be a push. So I haven't. I mean, read there's the no specs threading so on the pen. No, seems, no, 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 no. It's just eyes, a retract. So. It's a retractable, right? It's not a capped ballpoint. Oh it's my god, it's retractable. Yeah. Oh my god. I think right. This yeah. Is no, a I can, now pen. I've opened up the image. I can see a spring in the back. I yeah. assumed you took the cap off no, and put it on the. No, 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 no. That's even weirder. Yeah, that's I was. That's what I was signed up for. The weird. That's the level of weirdness I was signed up for. Right, you got to get yeah, one this, of these. I think I, I do. No, I need to know yeah. what it's all. About. As long as it's not like two hundred dollars. Like it if it's a, like a hundred and something dollars, no, I might think about it. It's gonna be two hundred dollars. Yeah, we'll see. So it's it's pretty, right? It's super unique and mm. uh, it's very strange. So we went and looked at the um, standard Pro Gear ball points, and they're like one hundred and twenty bucks, which is like ridiculous, but. I don't own one. I think I would get one if it was like a little bit more than that, which, you know, if yeah, these prices should be about what the same. What refill did I use? Uh, it's Parker-ish looking, but it's got a really long front end, like just looking through. <laughs> that doesn't look right to me. Looking through the translucency. People that are saying, image can the Parker? Right. Yeah, it's a very that long. That would make the, like, the, the actual <laughs> ballpoint end like an inch. <laughs> Yeah, like it is long, right? That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> we'll see. And I haven't gone and looked at the other refills to like see the compatibility chart uh-huh. for uh, refills, but it does look a little bit interesting. But is it a sailor <laughs> refill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? I'm sure. I don't know if they make. They probably make their own. I mean, they have standard ballpoint pens and gel pens, sure. so they probably make this. I mean, if anyone's making their own internals at Sailor, they're about yeah. the biggest yeah. pin company out there right now as far as the ability for machinery to to make things for them. So mm-hmm. um, that's the Christmas spice. The Christmas pudding is a dark brown, sparkly green cap, gold trim, like and then this. like a, a lighter. Do or don't? What'd you say? Do not. Do not. Do not I, like I don't dislike it. I don't no, dislike it. I don't it. like it. It's but I a sailor has also voted with you by only having this in Pro Gear Slim yeah. is your only fountain pen choice and ballpoint. So I mean, Sailor has mm-hmm. voted with their manufacturing saying this is not going to be as popular. Therefore you only get the small fountain pen and I guess we'll do a ballpoint too, which I don't know why. But Yeah, I'm whatever. really not into it. It's like light brown grip, dark brown mm-hmm. body green translucent cap with mm-hmm. like sparkles in it mm-hmm. and gold red furniture. finial red finial red finial why not let's go for it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not into um, this i don't like like two browns it's like i'm not sure i don't know man i don't know about that. this is very christmasy right like it is like it would be weird i don't dislike it whatsoever the green and red definitely very christmas mm-hmm. the browns and the know. sparkle a sparkle. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. So, I good job overall, despite the weirdness. Like, this whole series has just turned out to be weird in the best way possible. Like, mm-hmm. in a very happy, weird kind of way. It's like, who's, whose idea was it to make a Christmas pudding <laughs> pen, right? <laughs> who's, who was in that meeting? But 
I kind of dig it. Like I like the orange better, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Good job by Sailor. Um, and the the funniest thing, Mike, is this was all released like in the span of like a day. Huh. Like one day we got like the Christmas tea stuff, and like the next day here's all this Valio stuff, and that's what Sailor seems to do from time to time is just just unloads all these like really really nice products at the same time and they're just non-stop they are they are something to behold and i i'm interested how the new ownership group is is doing and the overall picture uh health picture of sailor because honestly it doesn't seem like they they have not missed a beat and and in fact like the the pedal may be fully down like they just seem to be going for it yeah so interesting times interesting times so we'll see they'll probably have plenty more uh plenty more pens to launch between now and the end of the year i'll tell you what i'm gonna put this christmas pudding ballpoint on the uh on the gift guide this year mike i'm feeling it just to make you mad i mean you can put it there no, one, no <laughs> one's gonna buy it though it's like, <laughs> well that maybe it'll be a good deal by then <laughs> it'll I mean, be maybe. on sale it'll be on sale um all right, you ready to move on from from our sailor our yeah. sailor uh, news and yeah. updates? Mm-hmm. I have a couple of well, I have a product I want to discuss, and then a little bit of uh, news for us to discuss. First up, I did a review of the Maker's Cabinet Ferrule, mm. which, if people are not familiar with Maker's Cabinet, they first came uh, under my eye on a Kickstarter project called the Hovel, um, which we talked about back in the day. It was basically a a blade, a manual blade pencil sharpener for you to just kind of like knife shave a tip onto a pencil, but in a little oh, you yeah, know, custom this. built device, like a little slider, you know, that you kind of slide over yeah. uh, the tip of the pencil to, to sharpen it and it just shaves it off and you just kind of work it around that way. It's a very, very manually operated type of sharpener. It was like 60 those, bucks. Like, nice object. Exactly. Yeah. So Maker's Cabinet is as a whole, a nice objects type of company. Hey, let's make a fancy ruler. Hey, let's make a fancy, I don't know, whatever the, the one that got real popular was this really like this, this, this ring. Iris. Where the iris. iris, Yeah. yeah. So it, it changed. It's, I don't understand that why that thing exists but you don't want to draw a perfect circle brad what's your problem i guess but i don't need to draw that many perfect circles to where it has to change like all the time so (laughs) that's what it's for right but people this is one of those things that like be a nice desk toy you know you can like spin it around so of course it that one like blew up on kickstarter right Mm -hmm. so they're a very kickstarter focused brand um, which is which is great. So one of the more recent ones is this pencil extender called the Ferrule. And Brad, I'm just and, gonna, I'm going to call foul here. All right. So mm-hmm. I've gone to the page Maker's mm-hmm. Cabinet's website, as seen mm-hmm. in Fortnum. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me the odd one out. As seen in Fortnum and Mason, Vanity Fair, GQ, the Erasable Podcast. <laughs> I'd already seen that. <laughs> I died when I saw that. <laughs> odd one. Give me the odd one out. We love I'm the Erasable with, Podcast. I'm going to go with Fortnum and Mason because I don't yep. even know what that is. That is one of the greatest department stores in England. It's by appointment to... Well, like Harrods level? Like, yeah, like in Herod's my opinion, type stuff? better. Okay. I love Fortnum <laughs> and Mason. If, if you're ever coming to London and you mm-hmm. want to do a expensive but nice tea right like if you want to do the like actual do tea that we do spice tea they you know you know what brad when <laughs> i was looking for christmas spice tea earlier i went to fortnum and mason's website and they had some so you can get it 
Um, right. They make my favorite tea, which is called Lady Grey tea, which is like mm-hmm. a twist on the Earl Grey. Very good. Um, but they do, I think, the best kind of like traditional-ish like uh, afternoon tea because it's not too stuffy. Like they're, and they're, right. If you have it at Fontenot Mason, it's beautiful in there. Everything's like nice and blue and silver. And you know, mm-hmm. I, I've over the years, you know, like I've taken family members to different things. Like we've done afternoon tea at the Ritz and afternoon tea at Fontenot. Fontenot is the best one, I think. Gotcha. So it's it's nice, but it's not overly pretentious to where everyone's exactly. uncomfortable. It still has modernish stuff. They mm-hmm. they do fun things, nice cakes. It's not like I like it a lot. I am getting hungry from this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. So, um, back to the feral. It's this. It's this is a strange product that I was shown, and then it kind of broke my brain on yeah. why this exists, how it works, and I had a friend reach out that bought two of these because they liked it so much and said, Hey, let me loan you one and you can play around with it and review it if you want. And I, I had been using it for a while and it's been on my desk for a while. It's a great desk accessory, but I was trying to sort out like who would use this and why would you use it? And would you enjoy using it? And I just think the, the use case, which is kind of, it's completely fair for me to say, because that's, maker's cabinet hold deal it's a very small use case right but yeah. each of these products that they make is that very small use case outside of the ruler i think more people can use a ruler than than most anything but these it's just a tiny tiny use case and it's a very like high-end product like this is a 96 dollar um pencil extender it it just doesn't work for me for like what i want to use this as but i think you know someone will enjoy this and obviously people do enjoy it but it's technically good and functionally great, and the design is beautiful, right? And it's a great object to have on your they desk. Really, they really, everything they make is just so yeah. good to look at. I, I just don't want to pick it up and use it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I got 500 other things I would rather use um, instead of this, but it's 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 good at what it is, but it's it looks like I don't see the use for it. awkward to me. That's the biggest, I, I probably should have used that term in the review because it is such a wide Mm -hmm. um grip area and it's such a heavy product but it changes everything about it looks like it's it's very dictatorial about where your grip will be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that looks way too high up the pencil to me yeah yeah so like every grip you see like even in their product photography is like way back right it's like a sketch it's like a sketch pencil and it's like well i don't know that i need this if for just sketching right like i would like to use it for Mm. um different situations and it just doesn't work for those situations that aren't sketching so get a little workout every time you use it you do you do uh it's really nice though. Like I get it. Is it get it? I'm I'm glad I got it loaned to me, and uh, I will be sending it back. Like I don't I don't need one of these in my life, but it's also kind of cool. It's like this would be one of those things nice to have, but would just collect dust on my desk. So it's cool. So, like the Graph von Faber Castell perfect pencil. Yeah, yeah. Like that was <laughs> that was perfect. Like not just you know to, because of the name that worked out how I intend is like. I can't not try this. It was very expensive yep. and it didn't work for me. Actually, I don't think it works period, but that's, that's you know, a, mm-hmm. a little bit different story. And I sold it like that's mm-hmm. that. I had to find that out for myself though. Right. Like I really wanted that product badly 
to test out and try and guess what it didn't work and i had it i sold it so yeah. like that, i was okay with that a little bit of news this week and this is a great read as as daryl at masubi uh, always uh does these wonderful mm. updates and newsletters cosmo air light is being discontinued um cosmo air light if you're not familiar is a very ink friendly fountain pen friendly paper that a lot of people really love because it shows off ink properties very well I'm, it's also a little bit divisive uh, for fountain pen users. Uh, maybe I'm just speaking from my own experience. I do not like Cosmo or Light, but I understand that it's very nib and ink dependent. And I don't use the types of nibs that perform the best on Cosmo or Light. Like it, for me, it's not great with extra fine nibs, right? Things like that. Um, but people swear by it, right? Because it's bright white and it shows off ink beautifully. Like for an ink testing paper, it's really, really nice. So it became popular uh, in the last couple of years as Tomoe River was winding down. Um, it became, hey, what are my Tomoe River paper um, options? And Cosmo Air Light was one. And I think it's valid. I think it's a really great paper for those who like it. But it's one of those papers that I'd want to test out before I invested a lot of time and money in. Well, you may not get the chance because it's going away and that's not necessarily the story. The story, and Daryl lays it out better than I could, but it's something I, I talk about quite frequently. Um, so the, the manufacturer is basically shutting down because, uh, or shutting down this, this machine because it's just not worth, worth it for them to make this uh, paper anymore. It's not cost effective. And I'm going to read this one little paragraph, and which is something that I try to to keep in mind a lot, even though I may not say it's this specific all the time. So Daryl says it re related to the the shutting down of the machinery that's being used. It's also a reminder that the sale of quality paper for handwriting forms, but a very small part of the overall industry for paper. We don't generate enough demand to really move the needle in significant ways. So most of us in fine stationery are takers subject to the overall whims of the market. When the market forces shift, unfortunately, so do we. So I always talk about how we're just, we're just the teeny part. Like we're using these papers that were not designed for us in the first place, right? We have found these papers to be great, except the big manufacturers, the ones with the factories and the machines, are actually making these papers for commercial use, right? <laughs> it just so happens they may be good papers for us to use for our handwriting and for stationary products. Well, that doesn't move the needle for the factory necessarily, right? They need the the big consumers, the big buyers to come in and make books and magazines and corporate, you know, work and all of that stuff. Like the stationary usage is just a blip on the radar for a lot of these non-traditional stationary companies, which is which is what's uh, in place here. So, it's interesting, it stinks for fans of Cosmo or light. Um, and you know, it's like Daryl alludes to like, this is not unique and it's going to happen again. We don't know when or where, but you know, it's nice to have options and hopefully you'll find something that replaces that. If you were a big, big fan of that, um, you can also still buy it, right? There's still plenty of Cosmo or light available, but, mm -hmm. um, once it's gone, it's going to be gone. And, uh, it's an interesting, article that that Daryl wrote or a newsletter that he sent out that's available on the website 
in just like the business perspective, that's what I always enjoy Daryl sharing because uh, we we see things uh, the same way a lot. And it's good to remember how small of a role a stationary fans play in the bigger the bigger scheme of non-stationary companies. Like it's just a little blip on the radar. So this is very interesting. Um, yeah. Go ahead. It's just for fun. That stuff very scary. Yeah. Well, as someone who makes paper products, yeah. like, like you, you know. <laughs> Well, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast. I mentioned it on stream, and I, so I can't remember where I said it before. I have tried to continue Knox index cards, the note cards that we make, yeah. and I the, the papers, they don't make the paper anymore. So what do I do, right? Do I reinvent it, or do we, does, do we just file it away as, hey, that was great while it lasted? I, mm. And I, I don't have an answer yet. Like, um, So I, w- I would like to find a way to continue to do them, but guess what? they don't make that paper anymore. So, and I've tried, I've tried. So we talk about business and a lot more on conduit. Mike, I was a guest with uh, Kathy and Jay last on last week, conduit episode. We talk about life productivity and reality. Mike, we had a really great show. I, uh, I got to sit in with Jay uh, while we had uh, Kathy uh, on the other end of the internet and the three of us just chatted about stuff and um it was really really fun it's one of those episodes that was you know over an hour long but it seems like it took us about five minutes so i wanted to put a link in the show note give a shout out to kathy and jay thank them for having me if y'all want to listen to me talk more about business and life and how i do things and why i do things and some of the the impetus for the decisions i make we talk about that on conduit and it was really really fun i suggest y'all listen to conduit anyway because it's just a great yep. conversation has great perspective um has a really great community um behind them and uh, yep. they do a great job so uh, um by the way they're my friends so the you should go discord listen to the members discord is very behind conduit which is awesome um, yes and it's a really nice thing to see it was like for us i think the first show we launched post discord mm-hmm. um, and it was, it's been very interesting to see the community grow around that show via our members discord. So that's not the only way to consume show, of course, but it is right. just like one of the really interesting things. Like people that love conduit, love conduit and you should go check yes. it out. Yes. This is, and this very, is very a good, cool. like, I like this kind of stuff. It's like a good way to, to get in, right? You haven't listened to the show before, you know, sure what to expect, Well, you know, Brad, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and this and they kind of did all of their normal stuff like during this episode, so you get it kind of a taste of what yeah. the show's all about. And then we had a little chat with me, so yeah. it was it was really really fun. All right, this episode is brought to you in part by our friends over at Trade Coffee. Every day is precious. We should all make the most of all of it, if every single one of them. This does not mean starting your day with mediocre grocery store coffee. You deserve to start your day with the best coffee you can make at home from Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee is a coffee subscription service. It's unlike anything you've tried before. They partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the U.S. directly to your home on your preferred schedule. And one of the things that I love is that they work with roasters all over the U.S. So you get to try things from different places, which I think is fantastic. Your trade experience can be as simple or sophisticated as you want. If you know what you're already looking for, you can just go in and you can select from curated collections by roast, flavor profile, brewing method, and more. Their team of experts will do all the work. They taste test hundreds of coffees from across the U.S. every month to curate over 450 exceptional coffees to make the cut. Or if you want something curated just for you, take a minute and complete Trade's Coffee Questionnaire. You'll be expertly matched with your perfect coffee, and a fresh bag of beans will be on its way. 
Or if you think to yourself, you know what? I just want to have what Mike likes. Well, <laughs> I can help you because I've worked with Trade and we've created a coffee, a custom coffee collection based on the coffees that I have enjoyed from Trade. So the kind of taste and notes that I like, the roasteries that I've said that I enjoy from the stuff that I've been buying, they've been able to use their awesome uh, technology that they have to generate these uh, like kind of profiles around you and make these suggestions they've taken that from the coffee that i've enjoyed from trade and have created a collection so it's really great stuff um and one of the things i love about trade from lots of different roasters different backgrounds that kind of stuff so if you're like me and you want your coffee to taste just right every day go check out my collection of trade but if what i got isn't up your alley don't worry trade will have whatever it is you're looking for you can shop their most popular coffees by roast or flavor profile take their coffee quiz and get expertly matched with coffees you love if you would prefer that trade is the easiest way to get your very best tasting coffee delivered fresh just when you need it and there's nothing to lose because trade guarantees you'll love your first bag because if you don't, they're going to work with you to replace it for free. So, if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it is time to try Trade Coffee. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping, at drinktrade.com slash penaddict. That's drinktrade.com slash penaddict for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Our thanks to Trade Coffee for the support of this show and Relay FM. I opened up a new bag this morning, Mike, from yeah, Sightglast. Sightglast out of L.A. Classic. Classic. Nice. Yeah, it was good. Uh, the The blend is called Blue Boon, not mm. Blue Moon, um, but it's uh, tasting notes of milk chocolate, mandarin, and honeysuckle, and it's been fantastic. Get in. So that sounds enjoying amazing. It. Enjoying that sounds it. Amazing. All right, Mike. Short topic for today, mm -hmm. but maybe bigger overall as we move into 2023. We haven't had a full planner discussion here, but I've already made a decision for what I'm going to do for 2023 because August and September are is planner season in the stationary community. It's decision That's where all the time. New, yeah, yeah, it's decision time. It's like, what are you going to do for the next year? So I thought about it. Or if you're in mm -hmm. the, the kind of planner... <laughs> journal business like me uh you're making orders we just made our holiday order gotta get them in gotta get gotta them get ready them in, baby the beginning gotta of the year in. every mm -hmm. everyone wants to start something fresh mm -hmm. um and or continue on what they're using uh in the previous year so in 2022 i have used the a5 hobonichi cousin which has been fantastic and i'm leaving it for 2023 okay. <laughs> right that makes sense it's brad dowdy so <laughs> why would he shave with one thing <laughs> so yeah why would we do that like i am i am spoiled for choice right which like i i don't overlook that fact that i am spoiled for choice and have access to all these different things. And the Hobonichi Cousin's been great. Mm -hmm. um, I really don't have a negative thing to say about it. Sometimes it's a little hard to fill every day, but you know that's not that big of a deal. And uh, I did a pretty good job with that and still have done a pretty good job with it. I've tapered off probably in the, since this summer. Uh, I've tapered off my um, just absolutely 100% usage into something much less. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about why and how I'm using these things and... Um, not to mention the the access to other things that uh, have come into my to my view, 
And that is specifically related to the plotter narrow size that I bought in San Francisco, which is what was my intent going into this San Francisco pin show was I like my plotter. I don't like the A5 size as much. I don't find a lot of great usage for that. So can I find a smaller one that works for me? So I went into San Francisco show uh, targeting the narrow. I ended up buying it. Narrow is the, the shape and size of it. It's yep. kind of a little bit smaller. If you're, people are familiar with the traveler's notebook, it's kind of like the, the rectangular, but not like a full like A5 size. It's a very, very tall and narrow notebook, um, like a Hobonichi Weeks, so a little bit bigger than that. So I've been using that since San Francisco with just to-do list pages and notebook pages and just kind of getting used to the format, the style, the layout, me carrying it around, how I use it, things like that. And I was like, okay, I really like this. Could I switch into their weekly planner pages? Seems small for for a, this notebook. For mm-hmm. a planner. Yeah, so what this is is similar to the layout I had in the William Hanna planner where you have a week on one side of a page, right? And it's just like seven days, like um, horizontally, like lined out um, Monday through Sunday and just short notes on there. I'm wondering if it's going to be too small, like you're saying, but since I'm carrying this notebook. Their refill makes it a double page, Mm -hmm. right? Right, right. So you have the dates on one side, but then on the other side, it's like the same seven boxes as such. Right. So you could go all the way across if you wanted to. Yes. So it's like a continuation across the page, or you could just use it generally, you know, for that week's additional notes, right? Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to here, match I don't to the day. Understand their layout. Mm-hmm. Like, why are there. So they've got like time numbers across the bottom of each line, but there's no way you could fit. And not like, I don't know. I yeah. want to. I I don't understand. I don't get this. It seems, <laughs> it's going it to be too small to do what? <laughs> yeah, right? it's going to be an experiment. About? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So like, yeah, it's like you've got like eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-two. Right, it goes along the bottom of each day. Right, so I guess the idea being, what do you want to do at each time? But it's they, laid out horizontally on a small... Like, I don't know how, what you would do with that. It's a... They, the way they envision you using it is not how I'm going to use it. They envision you have a horizontal day uh-huh. and then a vertical time breakdown. Right? Is how, how would you, their theory of usage is, but that's not how I'm going to use it. Oh, I kind of see the image that they've created... Um, it's almost like uh, think of it like a chronodex where it's like time block. Yeah, except it's this like is it's so horizontally. Not me. Well, so I won't use the time slots like that at all, right? So I'm just going to use the sure, day block. Sure. Again, this is one of those things where you probably have to go look at the show notes. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely need to go look at it to understand what Mike's and and I am trying to lay out. But I will just use the day. And not the times, right? The times will, are not and do not factor into how I plan on using this. Okay. All right. So, um, but yeah, then that's going to go into my plotter narrow, and then I've got the uh, monthly calendar sheets as well. So I'll, so I'll that'll be have like a, a month on a spread, like a, a second spread. section. Yeah, the, but that'll be a small like section. Sections? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let me look at this monthly one too. While I'm here. So it's more of a general, you know 
calendar layout. Also okay. small, right? This is a small, small thing, but that's a more traditional looking, yeah. you know, what you would think. Yeah, this of, what is you would more what I would expect exactly this thing to look like, mm-hmm. right? It's a double page spread. Every day is accounted for, basically. Right. Um, it's interesting to me that it spans the whole way, left or right. Like it goes yes. one, two, three, four, five, six, rather than like. Yeah. That's how I would expect it, though. I don't know if what I think about it, good or bad. They hate Saturdays and Sundays. Those <laughs> half boxes. Brad, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm interested to see, hear more about this. I don't think you're going to stick with this. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. It could be too small. Like, there is a very small, valid. Valid reason small. it could be too I think small. You're gonna get annoyed at <laughs> you so, not being able to fit everything in. <laughs> to try to learn about this, what I have done is I've already gone ahead and bought the 2022 weekly. They still had some in stock, so I'm gonna use it for the rest of the year. I haven't un- unwrapped it yet, but I must put it together today. Uh, so uh, that will give me time to see, ooh, do I really like this or is this not going to work? And it was only like a $15 experiment, right? So I'll be able to test that out. Mm-hmm. And if I have to punt, I will have plenty of time to get something good for 2023 in a bigger bigger format. So yeah, we'll I want to hear about it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd be fascinated because I, I, I will say like, you know, I have my eye on Plotter too, right? And I mm-hmm. love the way mm-hmm. the narrow looks. Yeah. And... I like the idea of this like small notebook that I could, you know, because they have all these fun, that's why people like them, right? All these fun accessories, all these fun refills. Like you can really make it your own, which I just think is like kind of a fascinating product idea. Right. Um, So here's what I'll ask you then. So you Mm -hmm. had the Hobonichi Cousin, right? Which is A5. Mm -hmm. Were you finding that your book was empty? A lot of the time, like that you weren't filling the days? Uh, No, not up until like August or so. Like, no, I was pretty good. Like maybe not on the weekends, but still even some weekends I would put it, I would fill them up. Like, yeah, right. I was pretty consistent all the way up through like July. Then August, I kind of mostly stopped. Um, the, the one thing I'm trying to think about is like the daily tasks that I have are pretty much all digital, right? Like uh-huh. everything, I'm using reminders now. I converted over from Todoist to Reminders, oh. um, it, because of the type of of tasks that I need in there. I don't like mm-hmm. necessarily run like project type stuff through there. It's just all the repetitive stuff that I do each week. I need to track and make sure I don't forget stuff, uh, and that's worked out really, really well. So I ended up needing less of like, hey, let me see Monday on a sheet of paper, and was using that more as a hey let me recap monday in my cousin which was cool like i i that was i that was cool i enjoyed doing that and i also used the extra space to play around with things and you know just you know make notes and do other stuff but i'm supplementing the plotter narrow planner piece the 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 weekly schedule or the mm. weekly calendar with a hobonichi 5 year planner or 5 year journal i should okay. say um, that is to capture just more of the, Hey, how was the day? What were your thoughts or what do you want to remember about this day? Or really anything that I want, um, to use that I was using. Yeah. And I wanted to go ahead and I'd been thinking about that most of this year. We've been talking about it a lot on stream, been thinking about going into that. And I thought, well, one, I wasn't going to start that until January where you can start 
a lot of projects I'm I'll, always like pro just, Hey, just start that one. I did want to start at the beginning of the year to get the full version or the full usage of the product. I also wanted to go ahead and buy that one because it still has the Tomoe river paper in there, which yeah. I'm sure is going to change soon. So I'll now have five years of that book and it's like, and I bought the small size. It's an A6 size. So it's a very small, it's like five lines, five like little grid lines, like four or five millimeter lines each day um, just to fill out. And I've seen a lot of these and read a bunch of reviews and looked how people were using them. So I think I have some ideas on how I'm going to use that for myself. And that will be kind of in conjunction. Okay, now I have a smaller place for like my daily, weekly planner, right? Smaller data set if you will right uh-huh. in this plotter setup and then i'll have the the more written recap stuff that i was doing in my cousin i'll have that in the five year and that'll be kind of the setup and it's it sounds more complex now that there's two books essentially involved but it's actually going to simplify some of the things that i was doing before even though i'm splitting splitting the task into two different two different things two different areas so we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes if anything the the plotter uh setup could fail um the the five years not going to like that's just gonna be that's a that's very straightforward right yeah hey it's tuesday write the thing yeah and also like it's a big like it's like a commitment of a thing and it's a nice object and you know yeah like, there's something sweet about it um, that's a good and way to put you'll it get to five like years of uh, being able to use <laughs> some tomorrow yeah. river paper oh man i the the jokes uh the jokes instantly came when i said i was using this uh that okay you know give it six months brad will have a uh, four and a half year uh daily journal to sell to somebody <laughs> which I, <laughs> I thought was i thought was kind of funny i was like okay i see you i see you. you're not wrong mm-hmm. but uh let's let's give it a go right I'll it's say, actually I, not that intimidating yeah so. i like this the five-year journal thing i mm-hmm. have a like a an, an idea i've been formulating in my brain of something like this i want to do one day um mm-hmm. i think i've told you about it like these longer running kind of look yes. back type of products. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I have a good idea, but I got a lot of things I need to get out of the way before I can you even do. think about you that. Do. My God. I can't wait until we can finally start talking about your things. You got oh, Brad, don't, I just, I'm it's dealing with customs now, man. I'm dealing with customs now. I've got to get hey, a man. customs agent. Like, oh, God, Manuf- I just, manufacturing is hard, Mike. Yeah. 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 Getting a product to the market, not easy. <laughs> no, no. You'd think not I would easy. if just assumed it would get easier. And like, <laughs> it does, but like not in necessarily all the ways. Ah, you, no. <laughs> it's just more. It's always more. They're different. I mean, the problem is, yeah. is like if this, I think this is an issue for people like me and you, mm-hmm. where like if we just stuck to one thing. <laughs> it would be fine right yeah. or it'd just be much yeah. easier but like yeah. we can't stop but like oh i want to do another form factor i want to use different yeah. materials we lose the depth of saying yes to a thing is way more enormous than the part where you say yes right yep. the depth yep. of saying yes to things is so huge in some situations um and it, it gets pretty squirrely mm-hmm. so there you go. All right, Mike. I think that's a wrap for this week. 
Sounds good to me. I already have fun stuff planned for next week. It seemed like you were off a week, and I've just piled up the things good. to talk about. I think I think I pretty much have next week's show uh, already written out. We're going to talk about more to... stuff. We'll maybe get to some Ask TPA, so y'all keep getting those Ask TPA questions in. And uh, yeah, well, Sailor will probably release like five new products by next week. <laughs> That'll be like a whole show. This is an episode, just if you haven't already, does benefit from looking at the show notes. Mm-hmm. You can find them on the web at relay.fm slash panaddict slash 532, but you should also see them in your podcast app. You should be able to go into your app somewhere and see these links that we put in. As I said before, if you don't see those links, you should get a different podcast app. Yeah. Suckers. All the good apps show you these links. and So if you don't see them, then I recommend that it's time that you consider a new podcast client. Even free ones, all the free ones, the good free ones do it too. So, you mm-hmm. know, get a get a good app and then you can see all the links and you can follow along while we're talking about the color of a pudding, you know? <laughs> Who doesn't want that? Christmas uh, tea, can, baby. Please support our sponsors, Squarespace and Trade, because they support us. And thank you if you are a Relay FM member as well. That's how you get access to the Discord. Uh, when we record live, which is every week, there's always a bunch of people hanging out in the chat. And uh, talking along with us, suggesting titles, that kind of thing, go to relay.fm slash membership. You can find out more about that. If you want to find Brad online, go to penaddict.com. He is penaddict on Instagram, dowdyism on Twitter. You can find Brad at twitch.tv slash penaddict. Brad streams three times a week. Don't forget to join Stephen and I on Friday the 30th at 12 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time as we're going to be uh, participating in the uh, Relay FM for St. Jude closing ceremonies. Um, and thank you again to everybody that's donated. You can go to stjude.org slash relay for the next couple of days and still donate to the life-saving work of St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. We'll be back next week as, Brad, we enter October. Can you imagine? Mm. Can you no. imagine such a thing? We're in, we're in October, Brad. Come well, on. You know what, yeah, you know what they say. It is is this Christmas spice tea season. That's what they say. <laughs> uh, Till then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>